everyone and welcome to my second podcast. In this episode, I will be talking about my own personal lab experiences and how I got this position at the Porter Vision Lab. If you have any questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out to me or if you want to be on my podcast and talk about your experiences, we can do that as well. To begin this episode, I was a freshman taking Biology 171 at the University of Hawaii at Manoa and one of my three professors' names was Dr. Porter. I was never actually motivated to join a lab in the first place, however, the more that I thought about my future, I realized I should gain lab experience early to be able to get into graduate school. Therefore, I began to think of ways I can get some lab experience and I wanted to be above and beyond and try to get into a lab on campus rather than Waikiki Aquarium and volunteer for the exhibits, which isn't a bad idea or a bad place to start. I started to look up labs at the University of Hawaii at Manoa that relate to marine science and specifically deep sea biology or sharks. However, I couldn't find any that I could immediately get into, but it still didn't stop me. I emailed all the teachers and heads of the labs, stating that I am an undergraduate freshman looking to get lab experience, and if there is any space or opportunity for me, I would greatly appreciate it. I learned that Dr. Porter's Vision Lab is very successful and quite famous on campus, so I decided to set my sights on joining her lab since I was also part of her biology class. I emailed her, and although I didn't hear a response back, I didn't lose hope. I kept emailing her periodically while also giving her space as well to not be annoying or unprofessional. Then one day, luck seemed to be on my side because I got an email from the Waikiki Aquarium stating that Dr. Porter was hosting a guest presentation called A Light in the Dark, How and Why of Bioluminescence in the Deep Sea on April 9th, 2019. As I read the summary and the details, I realized it was right before my work, so I had the perfect amount of time to attend the lecture. As I started to get my notes ready, I arrived at the aquarium 30 minutes early to make sure that I got the best spot and was able to sit in the front and be able to interact and ask questions. While I was waiting, I started talking to one of the people as well, and she happened to be a volunteer at the aquarium and was as eager to learn about marine biology and bioluminescence as I was. I told her about my goals to be a marine biologist and how I was eager to get into Dr. Porter's lab so that I can start working towards my future and learn valuable skills. Once the door opened, however, we were only allowed in according to our ticket times, so The volunteer went in first while I waited outside. When I finally went in, I sat on the side and listened to her presentation. I was so mesmerized by everything that I learned and was even more excited to be able to talk to her even if I wouldn't be able to get a position in her laboratory as an undergraduate. When the presentation was over, I went up to her to try to talk to her and ask some questions. I explained who I was and why I was at the presentation, and she stopped me and said, Oh, I had someone else come up to me earlier before the presentation and tell me all about a girl who was trying to get into my lab who was very passionate about what she wanted to do. I think you also sent me some emails as well about joining. I can see that you are truly dedicated and would like you to invite you to join our lab. How about you come to the tester symposium and see what some of my graduate students are researching to see if any of them interest you. You can also meet some of the people part of the lab and ask them about their experiences before you decide. I couldn't believe what I was hearing and I swear I almost passed out from excitement. I eagerly thanked her and told her that I would love to have the honor to be able to learn and work with her and the other equally amazing graduate students that are in her lab. 
Afterwards, I went to the volunteer to thank her for talking to Dr. Porter, and I wish I could remember her name because I would love to thank her on my podcast for jumpstarting my career in lab experience. An important thing to remember is that to remember to be kind to those around you because you never know who will influence your future. So moving on with the episode, I attended the Tester Symposium on April 11th through the 12th, which is held at our school for the graduate and undergraduate students to showcase their research and win awards. I met Tom, who does work on the opsins of stomatopods, commonly known as mantis shrimp. I also met Hannah, who works on fo- fixing the power lines on Kauai to help the seabirds avoid them, while also studying the eyes of them as well. Melissa, Marissa, and Satara are three other graduate students that also work on mantis shrimp eyes. There was also another undergraduate student in the lab, Christina, who was presenting her lab poster and was a fully-fledged member of the lab. I talked to them all and learned about their involvement in the lab and asked for their advice. Then I met with Dr. Porter in her office to talk about my schedule with school, work, and what I would be doing in the lab. We decided for now that I should go to the weekly laboratory meetings to see what they talk about and to start being involved in the lab. I attended the first meeting as nervous as ever, but since I met everyone at the tester symposium, they practically welcomed me as one of the team. While attending these meetings, I learned more about what they research and what my professor focuses on, and each week is a student's week to present a research paper and explain to everyone what the paper is about and analyze the data figures and graphs. After the meeting was adjourned, I met with Dr. Porter once again, and we decided that I should start in the summer in her lab although there were also going to be two other students that were part of the research undergraduate program and I would be sharing the space with them. I was super excited and I agreed. And when summer came around, I went into the lab for the first time with my personal protective equipment, also known as PPE. This consisted of closed-toed shoes, a lab coat with long sleeves and or long pants, and a long sleeve shirt. My hair tied back and I had my safety goggles as well. I was given a lab notebook, which I was told I would be writing all my lab procedures and putting all my raw data and calculations into the book. This would become one of the most important books of my research career. I met the two students who were part of the REU program and immediately became good friends with them. We conducted about the same research in which all three of us were extracting DNA, although from various animals and plants. I learned to dissect the stomatopod by cutting the left frontmost pleopod leg which is the least important leg to identifying the species of the stomatopod. You may think it was easy, but it was actually very hard because some of the shrimps were as small as half my fingernail, and you wouldn't really know if you cut the one leg off or not until you finish running the entire sequence testing, which takes about a whole day at least for the enzymes and chemicals to set in the DNA sample. I would then mix the samples with specific enzymes and chemicals and run them in the centrifuge. This was very tedious work, but I honestly enjoyed it because I was learning so much. Unfortunately, I lived a few miles away, and with summer school and work, I just couldn't make it into the lab anymore. I tried to start again once the school year began, but I had to focus on my schoolwork and I stopped going into the lab. However, I was still a part of it and attended the weekly meetings. One day, the professor invited me to talk to her in her office so we can talk about my future at the lab because I expressed my concern that what I was doing over the summer, which was molecular research, wasn't that interesting anymore and that I would like to try something else. Therefore, I began working on a project with the graduate student, Tom and Dr. Porter. I had weekly meetings 
that I attended where we talked about our strategy and how to implement it. However, once again, I had to focus on school and work, and unfortunately, my time management and priorities weren't set, so I ended up having to drop the project for now. I stopped going to the weekly lab meetings because I felt bad for not doing anything in the lab anymore. But I was still part of the lab, and Dr. Porter reached out to me saying that once I got back onto campus, we can talk about my future. From then on, I realized never to take for granted the research opportunities that I gained. I wanted to make this episode about my experiences and my regrets and advice for future students. If you have any questions or concerns about this episode, just let me know and I will be happy to talk. Thank you so much for listening to my second episode. It really means a lot. I look forward to the upcoming episodes and I'm excited for the guests I have in store for you. Thank you. Thank you.